Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Founded in 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the greater Boston area and beyond. We are located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets, across from the Public Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. In response to his inconsolable grief at the loss of his wife and infant son in childbirth, the great Thomas A. Dorsey, blues singer, pianist, and father of gospel music, wrote, Precious Lord, take my hand. Dr. King's favorite hymn. Dr. King often invited Mahalia Jackson to sing it at civil rights rallies, and I am told that in the middle of the darkest nights, he would call her on the phone, asking her to sing, Precious Lord, take my hand. Lead me on, let me stand. I am tired, I am weak, I am worn. Through the storm, through the night, lead me on through the night. Take my hand, precious Lord. Lead me home. When my way grows drear, precious Lord, linger near. When my life is almost gone, hear my cry, hear my call. Hold my hand, lest I fall. Take my hand, precious Lord. Lead me home. When the darkness appears and the night draws near and the day is past and gone, at the river I stand, guide my feet, hold my hand, take my hand, precious Lord, lead me home. I've been reflecting on how discouraged Dr. King was at times, how deeply disappointed and dispirited he had every right to be. And wanting to understand what he did to turn it around and so guide us through these disappointing and dispiriting times. At the heart of the word discouraged is cur, the French word for heart. To be discouraged is to be disheartened, to lose heart. I am discouraged that on this weekend when we should be celebrating the extraordinary legacy of the great civil rights leader, we are frightened by the prospect of more violence in our country, the threat of insurrection by mobs of armed white rioters in every state capital. I am discouraged that the dazzling Tiffany stained glass windows of our beloved sanctuary are boarded up, that the doors and windows of our church are boarded up against their fury. I know we're all discouraged. We're discouraged by the scourge of racism and fascism, discouraged by the hundreds of thousands of needless deaths and the destruction of livelihoods in a pandemic that could have been otherwise discouraged at being forced into isolation 
apart from the care and comfort of loved ones. At the close of his sermon on August 27, 1967, Dr. King said, I don't mind telling you this morning that sometimes I feel discouraged. I felt discouraged in Chicago. As I move through Mississippi and Georgia and Alabama, I feel discouraged living every day under the threat of death. I feel discouraged sometimes. Living every day under extensive criticisms, I feel discouraged sometimes. Yes, sometimes I feel discouraged and feel my works in vain. But then the Holy Spirit revives my soul again. There is a balm in Gilead to make the wounded whole. There is a balm in Gilead to heal the sin-sick soul. Dr. King was a man of deep and towering faith. Inspired by Jesus' teachings in the Sermon on the Mount and Mahatma Gandhi's implementation of those teachings, Dr. King said, Christ gave us the goals and Mahatma Gandhi provided the tactics. He taught that at the center of nonviolence stands the principle of love. The nonviolent resistor, he said, would contend that in the struggle for human dignity, the oppressed people of the world must not succumb to the temptation of becoming bitter or indulging in hate. To retaliate in kind would do nothing but intensify the existence of hate in the universe. Along the way of life, someone must have sense enough and morality enough to cut the chain of hate. This can only be done by projecting the ethic of love to the center of our lives. Dr. King lived his life on the front line of the resistance. How could he not have been discouraged when everywhere he turned, his unarmed army of love was met with deadly instruments of hate? We all face this temptation in our day-to-day work, he said. There are those moments when we almost feel like giving up. We have been seared in the flames of withering disappointment. The only healthy answer is one's honest recognition of disappointment, even as we cling to fragments of hope. The acceptance of finite disappointment while clinging to infinite hope. In any social revolution, he continued, there are times when the tailwinds of triumph and fulfillment favor us, and other times when strong headwinds of disappointment and setbacks beat against us relentlessly. We must not permit adverse winds to overwhelm us. We must be sustained by engines of courage in spite of the winds. This refusal to be stopped, this courage to be, this determination to go on is the hallmark of great movements. Our most fruitful course is to stand firm, move forward with aggressive nonviolence, accept disappointments, 
and cling to hope. That was his prescription, and he lived it every day of his brief, exalted life. When we are discouraged, dispirited, disappointment, here are Dr. King's marching orders for us. When expectations and reality are very, very far apart, reaffirm your vision. Take the long view, the big picture, and see it clearly. Remember your purpose. Be unambiguous. Focus, too, on the short view, the smallest details of what lies immediately before us. Solve a small challenge. In the face of setbacks, sort it out. Failure is education. What did you learn? Keep going. Anger devolves into discouragement. Let it go. Stop trying to control what cannot be controlled. Let it go. Remember, this too shall pass. As the old spiritual says, I am so glad that trouble don't last always. By and by, by and by, I'm going to lay down my heavy load. Redirect your energy from yourself to others. Find someone who needs help and help them. Love and serve. Get some rest. Be with friends. Do something fun. And finally, get your heart right. Get your heart right. Honor who and what you love. In April of 1963, Dr. King penned his letter from Birmingham jail in which he expressed his disappointment with the white moderate, with his fellow clergymen and the white church at being characterized as an extremist. But he concluded there can be no deep disappointment where there is not deep love. Our disappointment, our discouragement, signals deep love. Honor who and what you love. Beloved spiritual companions, let's close with these words from Dr. King's speech at the end of the march in Selma, Alabama in March of 1965. He says, I know you are asking today, how long will it take? I come to say to you this afternoon, how difficult this moment, however frustrating this hour, it will not be long because truth pressed to earth will rise again. How long? Not long because no lie can live forever. How long? Not long because you still reap what you sow. How long? Not long because the 
arm of the moral universe. That arc is long, but it bends towards justice. How long? Not long, because mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. He is trampling out the vintage where the grapes of wrath are stored. He has loosed the fateful lightning of his terrible swift sword. His truth is marching on. He has sounded forth the trumpets that shall never call retreat. He is lifting up the hearts of man before his judgment seat. Oh, be swift, my soul, to answer him. Be jubilant, my feet. Our God, our love, is marching on. Amen. And now for our benediction, I invite you to put your hands over your heart in namaste. I bow to the divine in you. Our benediction is from Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. With this faith, we will go out and adjourn the councils of despair and bring new light into the dark chambers of pessimism. And we will be able to rise from the fatigue of despair to the buoyancy of hope. And this will be a great America. And we will be the participants in making it so. Let us keep this faith, beloveds, and pass it on. The service begins when the service ends. Bless your hearts. I love you. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear from you via email at office at ASCBoston.org or through our Facebook page. If you would like to support the good work of Arlington Street Church, please consider a contribution by checking the mail or through our website, ASCBoston.org. Dot org.